Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Avos per podcast with sagely commentary and practical advice and lessons woven in. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We are using Yad Avraham for season three of the PAL. We are in 113. We are in Aleph Yud Gimel. Hu Haya Omer. This is Hillel talking, and he said this in Aramaic very interestingly because he felt like he wanted more people to understand it at the time. That was a very common language, the language of the tractates of the Gemara, the Talmud. Hu Haya Omer. He would say, Negad Shema Avad Shemei. If one becomes renowned, he will eventually lose his renown. Udala Mosif Yasef. And he who does not increase will decrease. And one who did not learn is liable to death. And one who makes use of the crown will pass away. Obviously here we're talking about not using Torah for your own benefit, for your own gain in life, using things for the proper purpose, not for selfish ulterior motives. So this Mishnah talks about another one of Hillel's sayings. It was said about the overriding importance of Torah study, since it was extremely significantly, um, it was, excuse me, it was extremely significant in nature. Hillel said it in Aramaic, so that even the unlearned masses who spoke Aramaic but didn't know Hebrew would understand it. Also, Hillel expressed this maxim in Aramaic because he was wont to say it even before he went to Israel. He still lived in Bavel and Babylon, where Aramaic was the native language, according to the Maganovos. He used to say he was wont to say the following aphorism. So if he becomes renowned, he'll lose his renown. Meaning, someone with a drawn-out name is someone whose name is known far and wide. In other words, he enjoys renown. The mission is referring to someone who is elevated to a position of power and authority and abuses his position by acting in an overbearing and authoritative manner, according to the Me'iri. The mission teaches that the fame he achieves by virtue of his position will not last. He will soon die and lose his renown. The words of Vachime are not phrased in the future tense. He will lose his renown, but in the past, since he lost his renown. This indicates that the eventual downfall of those who abuse their positions of authority is so certain that it is as if it already happened, according to Machsarvitri. Or else, the mission refers to someone who achieves renown through self-promotion. The mission teaches that his fame will be fleeting. He will soon lose his reputation and become forgotten, as Rav Yona explains. This keeps with the dictum that anyone who chases after honor, honor will flee from him. And that you can see in Erevin, and this comes from Medrash Shmuel. Third interpretation explains the Torah for the purpose of achieving fame, achieving fame as a scholar. The Mishnah teaches it's improper to learn Torah for such ulterior motives, and this person will soon lose any reputation he earns for his scholarship, according to what Rashi explains. And if he doesn't increase, he'll decrease. The Mishnah refers to a Torah scholar and teaches that if he does not continuously increase his Torah knowledge, his knowledge will decrease, meaning he will soon forget the knowledge that he already possesses, as Rav explains. This is true not only of Torah study, but of all spiritual pursuits. Man can never remain spiritually stationary. Either he ascends to higher levels of spirituality, or he descends to lower levels. Thus, he must constantly strive to achieve even higher and ever higher levels, or else he will lose the level that he already attained, according to what the Ruach Chaim says. So always make sure you're moving. Either you're moving up, or you're moving down, but you're never staying still. So make sure to always move up.
Mishnah may refer to someone who, when daytime begins to shorten after the summer solstice, does not set aside additional time at night for Torah to make up for the diminished time he has to study Torah during the daytime. Such a person is pronished with premature death, as the Gemara explains that if one adds night hours to his daily schedule of Torah study, he will add years to his life. One who does not add time to the study of Torah at night will perish prematurely, as Rashi Machsavichi explained. And one who didn't learn is liable to death. Here the Mishnah refers to someone who refused to study Torah in the first place. In contrast to the previous clause, which refers to someone who has studied Torah but does not attempt to increase his knowledge. Such a person is even worse than someone who did not learn who did learn, excuse me, but does not attempt to increase his knowledge and deserves a greater punishment. He deserves to be put to death. Someone who refuses to make use of intelligence for the purpose also of Torah then is also no better than an animal. If he doesn't justify his existence by trying to make the world a better place, trying to learn more and more about the Torah and about God, he is not deserving of life, as Rav Yonah explains. Try to use your time wisely, especially learn a little bit whenever you can, a little bit every day, even if it's a little bit on the train, a little bit here and there, try to do what you can. The mission may also refer not to someone who refuses to learn Torah, but to someone who refuses to teach others who see construction in Torah from him. As Rashi explains, Torah is the veritable ex- elixir of life, as the verse says, for it is your life and the length of your days. Withholding the source of life from others is tantamount to killing them, and one who does so deserves to be killed in turn. As the first explains, if you use the crown, you'll pass away. The mission refers to the crown of Torah, the elevated status one achieves through the study of Torah. If one abuses his Torah knowledge by using it as a tool to gain personal benefit, he will pass away from the world. The Gemara explains that by using his Torah knowledge for his own benefit, one is guilty of misappropriating the sanctified. He's similar to one who misappropriates the sacred vessels of the temple and deserves the same punishment, death, at the hands of heaven. Furthermore, he demeans the Torah by using it for his own purposes, as Muganovus explains, and demonstrates a lack of awe and respect not only for the Torah, but for he who gave us the Torah, as Ravachi explains. Also, the crown of which the Mishnah speaks is a Torah scholar. Torah scholar is called a crown because he is the crown and glory of the town. He lives in or because he is the embodiment of the crown of Torah, as Ravachia says. Mishnah refers to someone who uses Torah scholars to serve him and cater to his needs. It's forbidden to utilize a Torah scholar for one's personal needs because a Torah scholar is a servant of God and one may not use God's servants for his own purposes. Also, an explanation of the crown could be a reference to the ineffable name of God. When written or rectified or recited in the prescribed manner, the name can cause miraculous occurrences. Indeed, throughout history, exceptionally pious individuals have harnessed the tremendous power of the divine name to bring about a Kiddush Hashem, sanctification of God, and to effect salvation at times of great danger and need. However, it is an extremely serious sin to misuse the power of the name for unworthy purposes. In fact, if one merely pronounces the name inappropriately, he forfeits his share in the world to come. So make sure not to do that. Make sure to use Torah for the proper reasons, the proper gain and benefit inherent, but not to use it selfishly for your own needs. Join us next time as we talk about one of my favorite, if not my favorite Mishnah in the entire Perkei Avos. When we talk about if I am not for myself, who is for me? And if I am for myself, what am I? And if not now... When all dictums from the famous Hillel great sayings join us, don't miss it here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.